Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast. And man, is it a good part one. We kick off with an interview with one of our good friends, Tex-Mex Sharman, who you might remember a few weeks ago. Uh, we gave away some of his uh, some of his um, records, his vinyls, his records, vinyls, what do you call them, I don't know. Uh, we gave away a few on the show and it was amazing. It was a good time. Lots of people uh, who won those are obviously you know, really enjoying them because it's awesome. Uh, he played some cool stuff. We had a great interview. And then we've got a whole selection of pretty cool, heavy, a uh, little bit grungy, kind of in-your-face tunes to round off part one, uh, which is cool. Um, we'll be back with part two shortly as well, where we're going to go on a bit of a journey once again, which is going to be fun. Uh, but you're definitely going to enjoy this. Um, I've got a brand new microphone, by the way, so I don't know if this sounds any different or if it just sounds the same or if it sounds better or whatever. Uh, but let me know. Hopefully it's all right. It's all cool. I uh, hope you guys are all well. We will speak to you very soon. Enjoy part one, part two on the way. Good evening, brother. I'm good. Hopefully you can hear me. I can hear you. Things are working. Yeah, no, I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great start to the show. This is going really well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Hey guys, thank you very much. I didn't mean to bring all these technical difficulties down on you when I came. <laughs> it's fairly standard, I think. <laughs> right. I, I was actually hoping that would happen so it'd be a normal show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It worked out. Like we're here now, right? That was good. We're here. We can hear each other, which is a good start. And hopefully the rest of the world can hear us as well. So, you know, happy days. Um, how are you? How are you doing? Um, I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, the, uh, uh, yeah, I'm in Texas, right? Everyone's a millionaire. So, so we're doing all right down here. Uh, it's good to be talking to you guys finally. It's been, uh, been a while. I've been wanting to come on the show and, and visit with you guys. So I'm glad it's happening. Well, I mean, we're super pleased. Um, you know, your tunes are absolutely amazing. Uh, I think we can both um, testify to that. And we've, we've, you know, hopefully shown the appropriate level of love when we played the tunes. Um, but also, like, a massive thank you for sending us the, the vinyl, which obviously we finally got around to doing the giveaway um, and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's been really cool. So we really appreciate your support as well. Hey, you bet. Yeah, that was a really cool show. Appreciate appreciate that for you guys too. And and yeah, I think you guys have played in grade school. <laughs> you played a lot of my songs. <laughs> and I appreciate it. It's been very cool of you guys to throw that support behind me. And and, and it's a great show uh, that you guys throw too. So yeah, appreciate it. I saw that, yeah, it's cool. Legacy of Teddy? And the point being with that one is uh, every time I listen to it, we listened to it last night, actually, my girlfriend and I were outside having dinner, so what we did is we had the vinyl on, so we had the speaker up to the window, and we were listening to Fever in the South. And because I have headphones and a mic, she doesn't always hear the show, right? She'll listen to it in bits and pieces while she's doing other stuff around the house. But, you know, a lot of times she doesn't hear the music. So, like, she goes, oh, well, this is new. I heard this before. It's like, well, this is Tex-Mex Shaman. She's like, oh, okay. Well, this is interesting. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. You know, I don't know what got me here to write this kind of stuff, but it's really, for me, it's it's more just what naturally comes out. It, it, you know, sometimes I catch myself overthinking um, when I write something, and uh, I'll have to go back and 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 cut it out right. because uh, you know it's just kind of whatever flows out at the time. And um, a lot of that also comes from being the only guitar player in a band. I've been in bands my whole life, and so right. most of the time, it's I've been the only guitar player. So you know, making that rhythm and lead both kind of work uh, together by yourself. It's a challenge at first, but um, you know, after a while, you get used to it. Well, you know what? It, it, honestly, uh, the albums, and I've probably mentioned it a couple times, uh, is just the mixture of Fever, Fever in the South and Rasputin Bones plus the new single, Dang. Like, uh, it reminds me uh, a lot of Mr. Bungle. Mm. Yep. And yep. I was like, that's awesome because I just love the fact that they're uh, – they're, um, constantly changing and, and altering me because I uh, know three different albums and each album was a little bit different. 
which is pretty cool. And that's why I like about your stuff is it, it's, it's all different. It's got a different uh, style or feel to it. So, and it's, in my mind, that's very hard to do to kind of make an entire album, but it's different each song, you know, so you're not kind of going with a somewhat of a common theme and keeping the right. same genre, but you're just mixing it up. And hearing that stuff, man, especially the funk stuff, I always, always think of Parliament Funkadelic. And I was thinking, he's like, you know what? I, 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 might, I might see if I, I, I can test Mike and uh, see, uh, see his knowledge on uh, uh, Bootsy Collins from uh, Parliament, right? And, <laughs> there you uh, go, yeah. And I was going to say, well, you know, Mike, if you can, right now, what other band did Bootsy Collins play in for one song? They're a popular band, like early 90s. It was, they're pretty much one-hit wonders. Um, Three guesses. I'll let you know. Uh, so I I know that he did something. Or I I think I read that he did something with that guy who was in Guns N' Roses for a little while. More KFC or Bucket? I said was he called just Bucket? Buckethead, yeah. But yeah, I'm well, sure he did something with him, but I don't know if if that's true or the answer. Um, not the answer, and I'm not sure if that's true. I didn't hear that actually. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Might be wrong. Uh, I'm trying to think of one hit wonders. I, I don't know. I've got no idea. Didn't he do? He did James Brown stuff, didn't he? That was ages ago. I don't know. I've got no idea. Uh, okay. So early 90s, I think was probably, I'm going to say like 93. So the band was Delight. That's all it's called Grooves in the Heart. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Wow, and, that's a song I forgot existed. And and, I'm not and, sure if it's a and, good thing I now know about it again. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not the most horrible song, but fun fact too is uh, <laughs> is Q-Tip was in the song too. Was he really? Yeah, from Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, Q-Tip was in the song too. Yeah, so Q-Tip and Bootsy Collins. That's a good mix, eh? That's, that's cool. I, I mean, I'm going to have to go back and, and listen to that because, I mean, I remember, do you know what I remember about that song? Is I remember hearing it. This is... I was a bit young. I was in a soft play centre at my friend's eight or ninth birthday, probably at that time. And right. I remember hearing that. And I also remember hearing, um, oh, what's the film where Eddie Murphy plays a character called Axel? Oh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. You know that? Um, what's the theme tune for that? Is it? I remember going mad. Like, you know, when you're like a kid and you get really hot and sweaty and go absolutely mad at birthday parties. I remember hearing that and I remember hearing... Um, uh, which God, that's something we were just playing. I'm sure uh, that was on that weird playlist of obscure things that was playing in this place. Anyway, um, this isn't about me. This is about Tex-Mex Shaman. <laughs> not my best name. Uh, and I've got a question for you, which is where on earth do you start when you're writing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> like, totally confused. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay. All right. Well, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, I, I, I uh, I have a degree in music, you know, I got in college, right? I didn't want to be a session guy and I just wanted to play music. And uh, so I've got that, I've, I've got that language foundation and I've got that training, but it's not about that. Uh, you know, while I was learning that, I was also at the same time learning a whole lot about a lot of other stuff, you know, uh, that you can learn about in college. And um, so to put those two together, you know, uh, to not sound too stuffy about it, and then to not also be, uh, I like to keep the musicality in there. I like to think of myself more as a uh, composer that uses the guitar uh, rather than a guitar player. And, and right. then, you know, guitar just happens to be what I know the best. Um, but a lot of that stuff, and, I, and this is, um, Rasputin Bones is, is, the, is the band I'm in, with, uh, my buddy Jason. And uh, 
he he brings ideas to the table. Um, and you know, we both kind of send files back and forth. He's in Alabama, actually. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, so we can't really, you know, get together in a room anymore. We go, we go, we go way back. You know, we jammed together a lot in college. But um, you know, the Tex-Mex Shaman stuff I was doing solo for a while, and uh, I guess that was about a year ago. He came back and and we started playing to get, uh, together again. And uh, those those five or six songs that are on that Rasputin uh, Bones uh, CD are both of us. And um, you know, we, we play really well off each other. Um, right. You know, when I'm doing something solo, it's uh, usually I like to, and Mike said this a few times, I like to tell a story, you know, because I don't sing and I'm not good at it. <laughs> and, uh, but, I, but I like, uh, you know, I like, I don't really like uh, albums of guitar players where they'll just go on and they'll play the blues for 12 songs or whatever. Right. I, I can't, uh, you know, it gets old real fast for me. Right. So it's, it's really keeping things interesting for myself and then hoping that other people like it uh, or not. Uh, and so it's kind of where it comes from. It's really uh, getting bored with, with not challenging myself, I think. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. And you know what? It, it's funny too because your your emails are always very entertaining. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, was... a... go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think there's a good element in a lot of songs today where, you know, well, the humor is missing in a lot of music today. I think, um, you know, I think songs can be, uh, can carry that over, uh, along with all the other, you know, uh, emotions that you might have. But, uh, humor is a big one for me. And, uh, yeah, I'm not a stand up comedian, but I like to throw some, some wacky stuff into the songs here and there. And uh, emails too, so I, I don't know which one you're talking about, but well, it's well, probably it's probably goofy. Well, uh, the, pretty much almost every email. Well, I got this new stuff out. You can put the bottom of the barrel if you want. I mean, I don't think it's that good, but you know, if you want to play it, it's all good. Like, please let me know. <laughs> so and just stuff like that. So it always it always makes me chuckle when I, when I, when I read those, right? And right, the, first, right. the first thing about is like, like, don't don't come down yourself. Like, we love your stuff. Like that's why we play it a lot, right? So. Yeah, and I appreciate it, man. And it's like I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, seriously, man, you guys play every every song I've written. Oh, uh, because they're they're <laughs> great, man. Like, that, that's the point. Like, that we we play the songs we like, and that that's the, that's the thing with this show is we literally only play the songs that we like because we want to be honest, we want to be proud of what we're playing, and and give a good you know no hats off to the artists or artist because that's what we're all about. You know, we want to hype the music scene, but we want to hype the music that we like. So we're not being fake about it. So we're not saying, well, it's a great song, but me more thing. I was like, well, it could use a little bit of work here, here and here. You know, yeah. that that's not the type of show we wanted. We wanted fun out. We want to play music we like and review it. And honestly, and just give it our honest opinion and then be, you know, say, well, this is great stuff. Please check it out. All right. I appreciate that. How, 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 you guys, how do you guys go a show without, without Mike getting uh, a song in every, every show? That's my question. Yeah, <laughs> as as in my band, one in five. Yes, absolutely, your band. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> but he he has gotten plenty of play on the show. Uh, mainly when he's been off, I've been uh, I've been slipping a song in here from one of the two EPs. But he does get play, <laughs> and he we do boast his, his band as well because I mean that's only fair, and they're a great band anyway. So you know it's it's a win win. There's there's no there's no. Uh, um, Maybe maybe a shameless self promotion, but you know what? In, 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 in the end, it works. And plus, I do I do many of those myself, so you know it's all good. I think um, that I, first of all, I appreciate the fact that you are genuinely a fan of my band, which is pretty cool. And and obviously, we were off air, but when I heard you play one of my tracks in the background when we started this call, it was hilarious and brilliant. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's 
you know, I, I started doing this show and met Bonesy because he interviewed me about the band and um, whichever EP it was. Uh, I think the Evolve EP. One. Oh, was it the first one? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's you know, because we're both just music fans and we got on and whatever. Um, and my band's really lazy and we've been recording an album for like five <laughs> years. So we can't just keep playing the same tracks over and over again. But um, yeah, no, you know, I appreciate that. I mean, it, you got, I think, from what I understand, like, you know, an eclectic taste in music. There's so many influences and so much stuff I can hear, as well as it being so incredibly unique. So I'm kind of interested, like, who are your, who are some of your, favorite bands or favorite tracks or what, what would you cite as an influence yeah yeah um yeah i uh I, bones hit it man it's a uh, funkadelic parliament that was a huge one um yeah i love sly stone as nice. far as funk goes stevie nice. wonder yeah oh, um yeah. you know and so you know, back let me go back to back uh, back in college we had four we had uh, three of the dudes you know four four man band we played a lot together and each one of those guys brought new influences for me um uh, that i really took to heart you know a lot of frank zappa uh, Steely Dan. Right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Things like that. And then, you know, of course I came, I came from a more metal background, Priest, Maiden, Metallica, uh, that kind of stuff. And, and to well, see some of that, and our drummer was into this far out, you know, acid jazz, John Zorn, you know, the, the boredoms, things like that. Oh and, man, uh, the boredoms really, are you talking about the Japanese band, the boredoms or? Yeah. Oh, no, really? Yeah. See, yeah, and, you yeah. know, so you interject real quick because I, I saw them open up for, I saw Nirvana twice. I saw them open up for Nirvana for their their uh, their Euro tour in Montreal, and mm -hmm. man, I just I just honestly I did, did did not like them. I just I mean I just I couldn't I couldn't even get to the talent just because they were just almost too much <laughs> screaming. It was like, well, this is nothing. I was like, and, and I'm listening to this and I'm watching this. It's like, man, like and and unfortunately they were booed off the stage. To be honest with you, I mean they they finished really? set. they they finished <laughs> the set anyways. But this is ninety two ninety three, so people are still kind of set in their grunge phase. So they want a grunge uh, sounding sounding band, you know, because like. Because uh, yeah. to go to an opposite end of the spectrum, I saw Soundgarden for Super Unknown. Uh, man, the Reverend Horton Heat opened up for them, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, wow. right? So, but it was, so I'm sorry, continue. I just, I would hear the board, so I want to make sure it's the same band I was thinking of, but please continue. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, that's like, they're like an, almost like an art rock band or art, whatever, punk, whatever they might be. Uh, but yeah, I could, I could, I hate that they got booed off stage, but uh, yeah, you can only listen to a song or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, going back to uh, real quick, I want to make a point about the uh, the music, this this kind of different style of music. The you know I don't know Mike if you guys submit to Spotify playlists and things like that, but a lot of times these curators on on Spotify will hear, they will give me some feedback and it'll be like, and I, you're very talented, love the song, it's it's cool, this 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 this, but I can't play it, you know, because it doesn't fit their their genre and it's hard to find a genre. You're speaking about these kind of far out bands, these wacky bands. It's hard to find one uh, a playlist that can actually embrace this type of music because it's just uh, you know people that know and like are true fans of music. I think like like all this variety, but uh, the majority do not. Uh, I'm finding, and uh, it's a shame to me. You know, you, you know, know, you're right, and that's what makes radio so boring. That's why I don't listen to music mm -hmm. radio at all. It's because it's just so boring. It's like, and initially the concept of the show was not just to review the songs live and play stuff we like but was to be different, you know? So, like, no, essentially no commercials, but, you know, make it fun, make it change, but play a variety. Uh, still, uh, still, again, a variety that we like, but still a variety because, 
uh, that's why I have so much fun doing the list. I mean, they're a bit stressful sometimes because I'm very particular as to how I do them. That's why I can I can get I can go metal to folk no problem as long as I get the, the perfect kind of end and, and kind of like uh, um, uh, beat or note uh, and a couple of bars to kind of make it fit in. But that's what I like about doing that. No other station did that does that. It just it's like a constant uh, like almost a computer generated uh, um, playlist, and that's no fun at all. Like, I, why I if if that was the case, I would not be doing this. Because that's, right. that's, that's not yeah. me. Yeah, you I guys think, have a variety of music. I love it. I think that's the thing, though, as well, isn't it? Is there's, uh, like, you talk, you know, there's Spotify playlists are a classic example where, you know, you've got how many hundreds, thousands, probably, of bands trying to apply for, for some of these playlists. And you think, well, I'm not, I don't, I don't get why, <laughs> like, in, in most <laughs> cases, because I, I like the, I like all kinds of music. I like the obscure stuff. I like, you know, stuff that's quite kind of classic, whether that's indie or rock or punk or whatever, you know, it can have a sound that's familiar, but I also like, you know, really weird and wonderful stuff, but I can't imagine putting something together where it's just like, here's two and a half hours of the same song over and over again. Like, yeah. <laughs> I find I that really odd. Like, and I don't get who listens to that. Someone sent me a playlist to listen to at work and within five minutes, I was like, no. And I was like, how, how, he said, how can you concentrate? I was like, I concentrate because I'm enjoying myself, not sitting here, you know, depressed as shit, listening to a load of rubbish. That's how I enjoy myself. But apparently people need, you know, background music. I'm like, Fuck that. Foreground music, man. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It, it, it's like it, when, that wasn't a question. But, yeah. it, it, it was like when we go see Fear to lunch. Done. <laughs> <laughs> like not even two minutes and he's done. Uh, but uh, one more question before we get to the first song of the night, and we'll hopefully get the second one as well. But I know this is. Oh, I'm trying to think of the way to phrase this question because it's, it's pretty simple. But living in Texas, uh, are you or were you a Pantera fan? Oh man, hell yeah! Um, okay. <laughs> I used to I used to go down and see them at a place called Joe's Garage. Nice and uh, bang, head bang down on the front row, man, for real. Oh man, and yeah, I, those dudes were badass. I saw them in '96, uh, and it was uh, White Zombie, Pantera, and Deftones. And oh, fuck I, I, I I just literally just moved to Michigan, so I saw them at the Palace. And man, that was one of the roughest pits I've ever been in in my life. <laughs> it, was, it was totally worth it, but definitely one of the roughest pits I've been in, in my life. But it was totally badass. So I just I had to ask because I know they're I know they're from from Texas, so I was like uh, from the state of Texas, so I was like I had to ask. But and yeah, it's, yeah. It's a couple times too, you know it. It would. Uh, I'm, uh, there was one time actually, my girlfriend and I were driving and we're leaving. We uh, do a drive through for coffee. We pull back out and then. We're next to it. Songs like, like, oh, cool. She's like, what? It's like, wait, you recognize that? She's like, no. It's like, man, it's Pantera's Cowboys from Hell. You know, like, and I look at, like, it's, I look at her just at the right moment. I was like, all together, run for cover. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, man. They're, like, they're legends around here. I mean, it, everywhere, you know, everybody knows hard hard rock, man. They, they love Pantera. And they're heroes around here. And, uh, you know, I hate, I hate the way they ended, but, but they yeah. were badass. I love them. So there's a, there's a question actually. I know we're going to play a track in a minute, but there's a question in there because we we did a um, at the beginning of the year, you know, before before the apocalypse, we were doing a uh, <laughs> an NMS on tour, uh, kind of weekly, you know, pick a state or a city or a country or whatever, um, and we we and you know find out a little bit about them, play a few tracks. So we will start that again, but I've been really lazy. Um, but one of the we did Texas one week and like 
I didn't realize how many thousands of music venues there are and just the, the insanity of the music scene there. So, I mean, do you, well, first of all, do you play live as Tex-Mex Sharpman? Because obviously that's a lot to do as one person. But also, do you oh. find that you're, obviously in normal times, it might not be the same now, but are you out a lot taking that in and absorbing that? Do you, do you get that kind of inspiration from it being this big cultural hub do you get to the reason i asked that just a, it's a really long question but i used to live two blocks from the sea in brighton and when we moved out we realized how little we went to the sea so i don't know if you don't do it because it's on your doorstep and you always can or if you do it all the time do you know right. what I mean? yeah no i get that part yeah yeah it's 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 great living here dallas is a is a, is a great a place for for music and um you know there's there are there's there's tons of clubs everywhere and people come through from out of town and big acts small acts medium-sized acts and and, and fill it at least one um again before the before the apocalypse but, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, as far as, the, as my stuff goes you know, the, the Texas Mike Shaman stuff has been uh really a studio project for me um I played I played live again I'm referring back to my buddy Jason we played live a lot in college countless countless live shows um but uh, as far as this project goes it's been more of a studio studio thing um but I miss it man I miss I miss playing live I can't wait for things to open back up and uh get back out there and get on the stage. Um, some of the live stuff I've done has been with uh, uh, another another buddy of mine. His name's Chuck Rogers, and he has some country music down here. And, and it's, it's, it's not pop country. It's it's like outlaw country, right? It's, it's, okay. it's good old shit. Like Johnny Cash and shit like that. Nice. So I played with him uh, occasionally. But uh, again, since everything is shut down, you know, we haven't played live in a long time. I miss it. I know, man. I can't wait. You know, yeah. we just, the yeah. world needs to... I mean, you know, on the I say that I can't wait, but I'm also the person staying at home, even though we're kind of allowed out now. Like, I don't want to go. But yeah, eventually, eventually, we will we'll all be out there at the front, going mad at whatever yeah, yeah. show. All right. So... I mean, I'll take anything right now, any show. Sorry, go on, Bojack. I'm with you. Um... <laughs> we're going to get to one song in a moment and like a derailed sidetrack. So what we, uh, I think I was going to ask, we'll ask later because it's obviously not too important. I can't remember right now. So, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. No, no, man, it happens. Whatever. Don't worry about it. So uh, we're going to our first Tex-Mex Shaman track. This is his newest single called Dang. Dig this. Oh.
<laughs> right on. That was Tex Mex Shaman and his new song. Dang, you know, I can't help say that way. You know, of course, always I think of. I think of, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I think of King of Ale. So, so uh, that's probably the first the first three seasons of that show was so funny. But that's what I think. When I think of, I think of Dang, like you know, like and I think of Dale from King of Ale. So it's a first. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, man. I gotta tell you, I enjoy the way you pronounce the song titles, man. <laughs> it's like, uh, I, I, uh, it's the best way I've ever heard any of them pronounced. Is the way Doc Bones does it. Well, so, I try, I try to have fun with it, right? So, it, 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 there, yeah. there, there, there's, there's no disrespect whatsoever. It is fun because some of them are, are so much fun to say, and they, <laughs> they have such a good song title, like uh, um, um, high low. Uh, I suppose you know <laughs> the, the, the name of the song, but it's just so much fun to say. It is, I, I just I know I'll, I'll influx in certain areas to make it that much funnier. But we have a good time. But again, it's it's for fun, and it's it's no disrespect. We just have fun doing it. Oh man, no no offense taken. It's I love it. I tune in just for that sometimes. I'll tell you what, man. Um, th- this this it. this album always helps for this song is very cool. A lot of kind of funk and blues mix and i just i, I love that it will it sounds like you use a wall up pedal there's somewhere a couple of times but uh it, i just love the tonality to it and it just the the, the mix like i mean it's, it's such a cool but um crazy flow meaning you know it's not your kind of standard <coughs> even with no vocals it's not your standard first chord first it's kind of mm-hmm. you know it starts off you slow it down pick it up hit a middle point but drop back down so you're not you're not hitting a, a smooth pattern, so the time signature changes a little bit, but it makes it sound that much better. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm glad you noticed. Yeah, the, the intro to that, it, it's, it's, this is more of like a the song has a couple of themes that it, it messes around with. It's got these two themes, and then it brings them together towards the end. But the intro is, is you know, well, the ending of that, that heavy, heavy part, is a callback to the intro of the song. It's the same kind of, uh, it's the same rhythm, you know, just a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, Voices, voicings, you know. So right. it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like that. Message with some themes. I like that. I like the framing because it's and that guitar sound at the beginning is so raw. Like I've got one of those like battery powered amps that you clip onto your belt, which I mess around with sometimes. <laughs> and it's got that kind of raw <laughs> feeling, but you know, but not because it's actually a nice sound. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it, it, you're digging into some filth there, and then. Some of the other tones are so smooth. I mean, some of that lead work is just obviously you're a great player and it's you know it sounds it's well produced, but the, the actual tone and the pickup and everything is just it's it's delicious. Some of the noises you make, <laughs> man, are absolutely yeah, edible. You know what I mean? Appreciate it, man. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's um, uh, I've got a, I've got a telly, it's like a hollow bottle, hollow body telly with the TV Jones pickups, and that's what nice. I recorded most of it with. Yeah, it's it's a, oh, a it's a good it's like a giant yeah. stack almost. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but it's gets such a lovely tone and and you know, I uh, I enjoy it myself and and, and tweaking around with different. Um, uh, I have I have a nice amp. Uh, it's a, it's a, I don't know if you guys have heard of divided by thirteen. It's a boutique kind of. It's so it, what it, the way it's written out is slash thirteen like a, like a slash like yeah, a symbol, yeah, yeah. but uh, it's pronounced divided by thirteen. Those guys. I think there's one guy in California that has his own amps. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, so it's really cool if you check them out, you know, if you're in the market for an amp these days. Anybody? Well, you know what? Um, just uh, real quick on guitar and amp. Um, I had a Marshall amp. I, I was 
I think it was like a 40 watt, 50 watt Marshall amp. And I had it for probably, I'm going to say, it's probably about uh, at least uh, 15 years. And I, I swear by Marshall, you know, I won't buy any other amp. And I was, I was very pleased and lasted that long. And just, a, just a small ramp, right? But for guitar, I'll agree with you because I just recently, um, um, about almost a few years ago, I picked up a, a brand new uh, Gibson Epiphone, which I never had before because I wanted so, so I picked it up. But um, uh, one thing of electrics I have is to go out three. And one of the ones I have is my, my uncle uh, on my mom's side in, the, in, the, in uh, New Brunswick, which is like uh, New Brunswick borders Maine. So I think it's an idea where it is, you know? So yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so he and his buddies put together a guitar. So a bunch of different pieces and it's heavy, but man, it, it's, it's shaped like a Les Paul, but man, the, the dirt, uh, no, uh, uh, sound to it. It just unreal. It, it's just so different and it's so cool because it's completely handmade, but really so many different pieces. So it's not all one piece or all one company, but man, mm-hmm. the distortion that comes out of that is just amazing. I love playing it. And it took me a little bit, but after a while, I got used to it. So when I put on regular guitars, like like oh man, this is like it's like going nothing at all, right? Because I'm used to having like a heavier heavier guitar on my shoulders, like weighing like literally weighing me down. But now it's like nothing but awesome dirt, man. I love it. Cool, yeah, yeah. Those Les Pauls are heavy, heavy fuckers, man. I, going from a Les Paul, I used to play that exclusively, and get this Telecaster hollow body. It's, it's like there's holding nothing. You know, it's just a, such a much a lighter instrument. They were beautiful. I had um. What was it called? A Cabernita. It was like a thin line telly, hollowed out telly. It, was, it just had one. It was weird because it was like a, it was like a punk guitar trapped in a in a fancier guitar because <laughs> it uh, <laughs> it had it just had one knob. It was just volume, like and one one switch between. And it was two. Um, uh, uh, I can't really call them, but like the Gretsch style pickups. Um, and it was just yeah, it was a really lush guitar. Uh, and it kind of squealed a bit when you when you held a note. It just had that little bit of feedback, that oh. kind of harmonic feedback. It was really good. They're you know they're oh. great guitars. But I, again, I most of my guitars are Les Pauls, and yeah, the the weight of these things is nothing compared to them. Well, Mike, I've told you that I have uh, an acoustic and a, a classical acoustic, a Yamaha classical acoustic. And I bought it from a buddy of mine when I was 16 for 20 bucks, and he had already bought it secondhand. So this thing's gonna be at least three years old, but man, it still sounds amazing, and I love playing it. I just, I just love the wider neck, you know, for for classical. But uh, yeah, so um, um, back to we're still talking about music, but but back to text back shaman. So um, from deep in the south to um, Rasputin bones. Um, what, uh, I think I uh, phrase it properly. How, how did the, how did the change and evolve work for you? Meaning like, I know that, that Fear the South is a very different all throughout, but how did you make a jump and just make the next one just a little bit different and a little bit, uh, a few more kind of twists and turns? Yeah. So Fever in the South was a, it was a project I, I began back in 2018 in the fall and, uh, I just kind of had a goal in mind. I was, you know, it's been, it'd been a while since I'd been in a band or done any recording. Um, and I just felt, I just felt like it was time. So I started that and, uh, with, with the, with the goal of releasing an LP, uh, you know, I knew I wanted to do that because, you know, just to commemorate the, the, the effort. And so, uh, 
about halfway through that, um, like I said, my buddy Jason, who, who I've been with Rasputin Bones with, he contacted me some old mixes of some of our older songs, or some new mixes of some of our older songs, and it sounded really good. And so uh, I told him, well, I'm kind of I'm kind of doing this right now, this other project, uh, but come on, let's do it. And so, you know, he uh, there's a song on 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 uh, uh, Fever of the South, uh, Easy. It's the cover of the Commodores uh, version, and he had, he played bass and drums on that. And then we moved on, and the stuff we used to play was was really, really, really heavy. I mean, like not not Pantera heavy, but right. psycho heavy, more like a psycho. <laughs> Just like I, mean, I don't know how to describe it. The band was called the Big Train. Yeah. Not, and, not uh, quite dying back, but heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was just far out, and so we started kind of capturing that mood again. And, and uh, you know, I'm really happy with some of the stuff on on the uh, with Rasputin and Bones and and that, that EP. Uh, you know, I think it's got five songs on it. One of them to cover. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, just putting myself, you're getting back with him and, and talking again. And it's been a while since we talked, and it was fun putting that together. And uh, I don't know how do, you, how do you describe the creative process? It just kind of kind of happens. Some of the stuff, even on Beaver in the South, like uh, picking bass, for example, I, I had no intention. I didn't know I could write uh, an EDM song, a dance music song like that. Uh, I, I kind of. Got these samples and it's like these electronic robot voices, you know. Right. And uh, I just started dicking around with them, and that next thing I know, that that was there. And uh, again, it's like if I think too much about it, I block myself. If I just kind of let it flow through, it, it kind of happens. That's kind of how it goes. Well, that, that that's kind of how like what stress is, you know, it is too many thoughts at once. It's like, okay, wait, wait, I can only deal with one thing at a time here. Like, let's take a step back and just kind of chill out. And yeah. that's the best thing to do sometimes. And I have many outlets to do that. And so I was playing guitar, taking the dogs for a long walk because you can just kind of lose yourself going on, on the trails and going to the brush and we're having a good time. So don't have to worry about a thing because the two are unleashed, one's off leash and he's got off leash. Because out of the three dogs, the eldest is great off leash. The other two, not so good. They got to keep on leash because one makes it a game, whether you walk or run after it, she makes it a game so it's a pain in the ass. And then the other one, <laughs> the other one she does listen a lot better than, than, than the middle one, but still... It just, it's not worth the headache, you know, just keep them on the extended leash, let them run, run and have fun, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I've, I've got two questions I have to ask you. Yeah. Um, one is, uh, in your opinion, what film would be improved massively by having Tex-Mex Shaman as the soundtrack as opposed to its current soundtrack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, just because the... I'll say I'll say a, a David Lynch film. Nice, uh, nice, David Lynch. Lost, awesome. uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe Lost Highway or Mulholland Drive. Um, oh my God, like, man, that's amazing. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, uh, that. That'd be so good. The composer he works with is, is amazing. You know, Angelo uh, Angelo Badalamenti, I think his name. But uh, yeah, I think some some of my stuff would fit well with that. I totally agree and honestly um, and I've said a few um, uh, more than a few times that the Lost Highway soundtrack is probably one of the best soundtracks ever isn't that cool oh my it. god I just I, I just love it every time you know and, and it's even with the, with the sound bites from the movie you know uh, uh, with uh, um, you know you know that this is where no, twelve hundred horsepower uh, high performance comes in handy you know and it starts off <laughs> yeah Doom. yeah do 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 do. 
do 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 it, but just it's just so like it, it's it's amazing. And of course, obviously, you know, there's there's Manson and and Nice Nails and uh, Pumpkins, mm-hmm. which by the yep. way, when uh, my girlfriend and I saw Pumpkins uh, last year, uh, they they played I Live, which is amazing, and that's on that's out on the Lost Highway soundtrack. So, but cool. obviously, we know from uh, Nice Nails as well. They have uh, you know a Perfect Drug, and the video was awesome just because it's more. It was set back in 1800, so you have your the kind of medieval times, you know. But anyway, um, a quick sidetrack there. But I just wanted to get to David Lynch because you mentioned <laughs> it because I'm a, I'm a huge David Lynch fan, and of course, you know, who could forget Twin Peaks and Fire Fire Walk with me? Like, come on. Oh man, I know. I yeah, know. buddy. <laughs> but yeah, the last time we came out, I went to the theater by myself and saw that movie like three times. Just <laughs> because you know, it was so fucking far out, and I loved it. I loved it. Well, you, you know what, man? Do, do you remember that the Simpsons they made fun of it? You no, know, it were bird suit bear. Like <laughs> I'm not playing with a girl. Look at birds of suit. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I get it now. <laughs> But it's the same exact thing because what happened in this, the movie Firewalk with Me is supposed to be the ending to, uh, to Twin Peaks is there's uh, um, uh, I'm not sure how to quite say what the, what the politically correct version of saying it, but uh, um, uh, not not a midget, but like you know um, little people. Anyways, he had a burning card like it had ace a burning ace with fire in it. There was a disco ball. It was talking backwards, and that's what they were getting at because she's like burns his suit, bare look, and essentially what exactly what the, what the what the guy was doing in the movie is he was seeing it backwards, right? And then yep. of course Chief Wiggum's an idiot. Does get it. like <laughs> I'm not flying, little girl, right? Then Flash is like oh now I get it, and then he goes to talk to the talk to one of the officers like, did you have the same dream, little girls? I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and I remember that Simpsons episode too, man. I loved it. <laughs> so like, I was like, "Holy shit, they're doing David Lynch!" Oh, or or, or or man, if you if you remember to remember the one where they have they did the sidetrack where they have the, the 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 street light hanging from the tree and the guy dancing with the half horse, half human. It's like they sure are strange times in in, in uh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, on the Simpsons, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the like four season. Anyways. Point being is David Lynch is an awesome director, very, very messed up, but very, very cool at the same time too. And I would definitely is, benefit from some Tex-Mex Shaman. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is with those movies, man, you, you have to watch all the way through. You can't stop pausing, go and do something. You have to watch because you will get completely lost because that's how messed up they are. But the soundtrack yeah. is, like he said, is amazing. I don't think yeah. I could do that with any movie. Like, I, I can't, I can't just go and do something and come back and follow the thread i have to i i don't know i just i have to pay attention yeah i think with david lynch movies you can sit there and watch every single scene and still come away yeah right um yep. so my 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 last question for you because i guess we're nearly yeah. out of time and bonesy might have another well, question as well but, but my last question was um if you could uh take two animals and morph them together to make like a super animal. Uh, what two animals would you choose and why? Oh man, <laughs> uh, I'd say a dog and a bear. That way, because I love, I love, yeah, I'm a dog guy, and uh, you know, I love the loyalty and the how they're always happy to see you. And if that could override the bear's you know, tendency <laughs> to want to kill me, then I might have someone <laughs> that can help me out, you know, hang around and defend you know the house or whatever. 
guess that's my answer. <laughs> I think the explanation was actually better than the, the combination of <laughs> yeah, animals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's outstanding. I'm not sure what that tells us about you, but I'm sure that our listeners will find it fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, well, that's actually going to do it. We're, we're actually uh, we're out of time, but Thank you very, very much for joining us tonight, man. It's been so much fun. We're sorry about the delay in time, but uh, so glad you could join us. And we had a lot of fun talking to you about your stuff. Cool, man. Yeah, same here. Same here. Very much so. Mike? Thank it you. was amazing. It's so good to, to speak to you in person. Um, I, I guess just to reiterate, you know, you mentioned we played loads of your tracks. I think, you know, one of the things we do is if someone sends us an album or an EP or whatever, we don't just play the single, we play, you know, the tracks we love over a period of time. And literally the reason we played so many is because all of the tunes you sent us are incredible. So thank you very much for making such brilliant music and, uh, and for your support for the show. And thanks for coming on, man, because it's been really good fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all yeah. so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Have a great night. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Right on. Okay, so I'm just going to call Mike back here because that's what happens. But uh, we just interviewed Tex-Mex Shaman, so just one second here. And we'll get Mike back here. And five, four, three, two. And there is one perfect timing. So welcome Mike back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. But uh, Yeah, that was cool, man. What a great guy. That was really good fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And, and I'm glad we got started a little bit. It was a little bit later, but it wasn't too bad. But either way, um, I do apologize. It just some stuff happened with the MacBook, a few updates, whatever. But we're good. Operation Neptune Spear thinks you were doing your hair, and that's why we started late this evening. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah right. I had to put, put, put Joe <laughs> my hair. So I do apologize. It happens. And uh, just, <laughs> just because the new, new setups, right? So uh, let's get right back into it. Brand new Vaccine 7 with a song called We Are. Dig this.
right on. Vaccine 7 with We Are. And I said this in the video that, you know, I was looking on Twitter. It's like, oh, they have a new video, a new stuff. It's like, oh, that's cool. And I think, oh, maybe I'll email them. And minutes after I get an email, hi, Dr. Bones and Mike, who have a new single. I was like, oh, awesome. Fucking right. <laughs> so it's, that's amazing. And again, another stellar tune by Vaccine 7. The vocals are always fantastic. Uh, this is uh, a little bit heavier, but has a triple mix, meaning the way it's recorded. It had a little bit of that, um, a little bit of kind of like, uh, kind of like a shoegaze, but just like that, that alternative metal twist on it, but it sounded amazing. Yeah, I like that kind of heavy shoegaze is definitely where it's at, isn't it? I mean, it's it's such a good combination. Like the guitars, I mean, there's some beautiful clean guitar work, I should say. You know, there's, it's a nice melody. But the guitars generally are absolutely filthy in that tune. And then the vocal is just so perfectly pitched across it. It's amazing. Um, and then obviously, yeah, it all comes together in, in the back there of the rhythm section. But it's a proper filthy rock and roll. They sound a bit like... Um, the guitar sound and the vocal a little bit, but most of the guitar sound reminds me of, um, do you remember the band Kitty? Oh, yeah. Really yeah, yeah, I saw them a few times. That was heavy, man. But yeah, it's got that kind of, you know, filthy, but slightly harmonic sound, which is pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, the, the vocal reminds me, I can never remember the name of the band, um, uh, Guano Apes, I think it was. He did Big in Japan. I can't remember what the singer's name was, but... Um, the vocal reminds me a little bit of her anyway. Um, but yeah, really, really cool. I love these guys. I think they're fantastic. Well, man, just be waiting for our next song. I, I just, it's just so funny. I can't believe Tex Mex Shaman uh, 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 talked about, talk about the Borbs. Like, holy crap. I've not heard about them since like, I saw uh, Nirvana Nirvana for the Euro Tours. Like, oh my God. I haven't been naming like, like 20 plus years. Like, wow. I tell you what, man, there's a, there's a bootleg Nirvana CD I've got. Um, and uh, you've been to my house there's quite a few right. like random stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's one where I think it's in Argentina and um, there's this uh, they start playing Teen Spirit at one point and then they stop just before it gets into like the heavy bit and um, there's a hot like in the liner notes of the CD it tells a story about how the I can't remember who the band was but the crowd hated the first band for whatever reason and again they were like booing them or whatever because Nirvana used to put like random right you know like not necessarily well fitting but bands they liked as, yeah. as support bands well that's the point and um and they were really pissed off with the crowd because they'd been like really disrespectful to this band so they basically like the the crowd's punishment was and this is right right at the height this is 90 end of 91 beginning of 92 whenever something like that so the crowd's kind of punishment is they don't get to hear Teen Spirit, which is the song that everyone's there to hear at that particular right. moment. Oh, yeah. uh, so they just play like the the opening bars of it, and then they start and go into like breed or something like that. But well, I really like that kind of well, fuck you then. <laughs> well, well, I do re- I do remember that because when when we were on our way back from Stonehenge, that came up when we were about when we were about halfway. I oh, think yeah, I think I think, yeah, I, I think we're, we were on the M twenty one. Is it it was it M twenty five? Uh, probably in 25 yeah so anyways we were in that and that's when it came on i was like oh and it, then he played that i was like oh blah, blah, blah. i was like oh really cool and that's we heard that so <laughs> oh there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh I, cool. I remember i it's all right up here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love stuff like that anyway massive sidetrack there no it's all good well that's part of the show right so <laughs> next up we have oh this is awesome this is brand new sound ninja Featuring 
I'm Mr. Operation Neptune Spear for Backup Vocals, and we got the email about three or four days ago, and as soon as I saw Sound Ninja and, and ONS, it's like, oh man, it's going to be amazing. So <laughs> here we go with uh, the Sound Ninja and uh, featuring Backup Vocals by Operation Neptune Spear in a song called You Knocked Me Down. Dig this. on the sound ninja featuring backup vocals by operation neptune spear and man what a kick-ass tune that was i just it was the the perfect balance it really was between the sound ninja's vocals and kind of funky tonality and 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 beat this uh to this tune i mean it was a little bit of funk and funk and rock in there as well but it just it just fits so well and just you know, Operation Neptune Spirit nails it every single time, and it's awesome. And you know, but the thing is, now I cannot go out and not pick up Baker without going, Baker! <laughs> <laughs> and Kim, too, by the way, so M does it too. 
I've uh, I've been asked if there will be a portion of the show this evening where I eat a bacon sandwich. <laughs> I must say it wasn't planned, but that's not to say that it won't happen. I mean, let's let's just see. Who knows where this you know filthy rock and roll ride is going to take us? Why why couldn't there be a bacon sandwich involved? Um, <laughs> <clears throat> that tune is amazing. Like that is so well put together. It's heavy. It's punchy. It's got great pace. Great vocals, of course. Um, <clears throat> Operation Neptune Spirit is, is amazing. The Sound Ninja is amazing. The combination is amazing. I love these guys um, together. But yeah, it's just really, really good, man. What was the track we played before? Was it called Fire or uh, I think something like that? It was uh, Wind. It was an element. Before Sound Ninja was vaccine with We Are. No, no, I mean the last Sound Ninja tune we played on the show. Oh, 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 yeah. It was, yeah, I think it was Fire, actually. I think it was called Fire, but that was a really good track. And I'm oh, sure yeah. that was both of them as well, wasn't it? I think. It was. Um, but, yeah, I'm at my depth here trying to remember song names and personnel. But anyway, it was, <laughs> it was, it was absolutely shit hot, man. And this is this is the same again. It's brilliant. Really, really good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm in a party mood now. Right on, man. Well, we have three more songs left for part one. And next up is a brand new uh, band that we debuted last week. It's a band called Final Coil. It's all it's called You Waste My Time. Take this. <laughs>
Right on. That was a final coil with, uh, you wasted my time. Or you waste my time. And uh, last week I was just telling Mike, and um, I was looking at the stuff he sent me by Final Coil. It's like all really great stuff. It's okay. Well, the first thing I want to play is this one. And uh, and funny enough that uh, ironically, when they when they retweeted the goal, like, oh, thanks for playing a new single. I was like, well, that was perfect because I didn't know it was a new single and I just had to play it perfectly. So it was like it worked out. <laughs> but these guys, they they, they stick their definition. They connect to the Pink Floyd, the Doors, sort of thing with the turn of twist to it. And I love the vocals, and it, it's very catching. And it, I just love that the the, the, the certain dips in, in certain areas, you know. So they go your basic timing, and they drop down, so they kind of drop down the, the timing a little bit, or pick it up a little bit, so it just flows very, very well. It's a little bit off, but it suits it, right? So yeah, man, it's awesome, and it's it's got like it's really their music's really atmospheric. It's got the Alice and Chains vibe as well, actually. I think which is cool. Um, yeah, my, my CD and T-shirt and uh, or two CDs I think arrived this week, which is pretty cool. Um, I think this is a live track, or it's live in the studio. I think or something right. like that. But it's, it's really good, man. Like it's a proper, proper good tune. Um, and these guys really are, you know, extremely talented. Honestly, I've been listening to it all week. Um, and also great artwork on the on the. Um, on the t-shirt which is not from this ep but from the previous album it looks really good i don't know he did that um but yeah nice job so yeah these are brilliant i think we're going to play lots of these over the next few weeks right on I've got, got that little feeling <laughs> well, oh yeah for sure and you know we have two more songs to get to tonight and uh the next one up is from his brand new album called queer's block this is of course alan morrissey and it's not called bridal funk dig this
Right on. Oh, man. Oh, what a great artist. That was Alan Morrissey with a bridal funk off his new album, uh, Queer's Block. And that's it, it, so badass. I love the guitar work. And it's it just, it's it's almost like, no, it's, it's, it's funk rock mixed with almost like garage, garage rock. Meaning like, you know, you gotta stop and stop and start, stop and start, stop and start. No, that sounds good. This this doesn't sound good. This doesn't sound good. Or and mix it uh, perfectly, and that's the way it sounded. It just it just almost like kind of unbridled, but it all together at the same point too. So, yeah, man, that is <laughs> it's a classy track, isn't it? I mean, it's interesting. I I cannot remember, um, you know, for years and years and years, ever playing an instrumental or rarely playing an instrumental on this show. And now we've got at least two fantastic artists. <laughs> Tex Sharman, of course, who we interviewed right. earlier, um, and Alan Morrissey as well, who are just doing stuff that is absolutely incredible, and yet there's no singing. It's just like, wow, how are you doing this? Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Again, like I love the record scratch. I love the fact that it kind of goes a bit, um, you know, a bit tripped out in places and a bit kind of, you know, down the rabbit hole, if you like. <laughs> it could easily fit on either part of the show couldn't it do you know what I mean right. <laughs> um, but yeah great great tune um, Bridal Funk as well I wonder wonder what the story behind that is yeah right eh? well he's he's, he's, he's we, we, we need to set up for an interview and just speaking of which on the 12th I believe it's the 12th we'll be talking to, to, to Matt from Without Andrew because they have a musical coming out oh amazing so, that is the evening before my birthday, yeah. so by the time the show finishes. That's right. So it'll, it'll be Friday, September 12th at 10 p.m. We'll have Matt Duxby on from Without Andrew talk about the new single. So we'll have him on for about a half hour or so. So that'll be cool as well. And we tend to have him on every time there's a new single out. So that should, should be super cool. So we're going to get to our last song for part one here. And then oh, we'll take a quick break and get to part two. But this newest song is a band uh, called The Monk's Liars, which we've played a couple times. And... Uh, one of the one of the um, band members, Leo, uh, used to be in. Uh, um, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. I'm blanking the name out. But it was used to be used to be another band. Mike, help me out if, if you can. But uh, um, uh, no, I'm not. The, I'm not the guy to have that conversation with. I can't remember my own band. Normally, normally I'm pretty good at that, but I'm just blanking right now, and I do apologize. But uh, either way, this is his new band, and they're pretty badass. This is the third single out. So this is a band called Amongst Liars, and the song's called Burn Vision. Take this.
Right on. Amongst liars and burn the vision. And the band I was thinking that Leo was in was uh, seen Apache. So I can't believe I forgot that, but there you go. So burn the vision. The, the vocals and the harmonies were great, very catchy, and you know, very kind of kind of punk metal sort of thing. And uh, a big thank you to Emma Scott from Plug and Baby for singing us the, the new single. And uh, I know uh, um, Leo has been a big fan of the show and a big big supporter as well. And uh, I have him as friends on Facebook as well. And it's cool to see, you know, he got his, he got his son's name tattooed on his arm. It says, I, I always have my son with me. So, and this, cool. uh, uh, he's done with his son already. He's pretty cool. So, but awesome tune and uh, just really powerful vocals. I think the harmonies are great. And it has that good kind of rock alternative metal mix to it. So it's a mix of all, but, you know, it's that, it's that harmonies during the chorus that really brings you in and, and ties you into the song, kind of really kind of grasps saying, though, this is very catchy, this is very cool. And you're like, I want to get, but I want to, you know, bang my head and get my hair shaking here. <laughs> <laughs> 100%, man. It's got fat riffs, absolutely slamming rhythm section. That's just like heavy as anything. Nice catchy chorus, uh, good message in the vocal, real power and grit in the vocal. Uh, which is cool. It's got that whole new wave of classic rock, new wave of rock and roll thing going on, which is really good. Um, yeah, this is the kind of stuff we love from Plug In Baby. When, when Emma Scott sends us stuff, it's like, right. oh, this is cool, you know? Um, and she sends a lot of stuff and a lot of cool stuff. So, yeah, very, very good. Um, St. Apache, brilliant band oh, yeah. um, that, that some of these guys were in before. There's absolutely no chance in hell I ever would have remembered that these are the guys that are in that band because yeah. I have no <laughs> that sort of stuff. I only have memory for riffs and bass lines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Nothing else. None of the, de- none of the words. None of the words. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. Very, very good. That was a great tune. All right, man. Well, that's going to do for part one. So, again, a very big thank you to Tex-Mex Sean for the interview. It was a lot of fun, and we definitely will have him back on uh, soon enough. But a great time. And like I said, in about uh, two weeks or so, on September 12th, we will be having Matt from Without Entry on for the new uh, um, single. So we'll play that as well. But we're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to uh, Dr. Krieger take us out here, and we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes. Until then, Bones out, and Mike 5 saying, Cheers. All right, do this. <laughs> Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krieger out!